Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, and welcome to episode number 129 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Worship, Praise, and Prayer. Well, this week we are concluding this topic that we have shared throughout the month. I have been able to share with you excerpts or small portions of a talk that I had given on worship, praise, and prayer. I've also been able to share throughout this month Psalm 100. And when you get a chance, please read it. But now, without hesitation, let's listen to the last portion of some thoughts that I'm going to share regarding prayer. Let's listen. All right, so now we've talked about that. Let's look at what is prayer. How do you pour out prayer? Prayer, one of the main words that you see through the New Testament is Greek, and it's a word that is pro-suke. And the prefix pros, P-R-O-S, means to or forward. And it carries the meaning of being close, up front, and intimate, having an intimate contact. And the last part of the word, UK describes a wish, a desire, prayer, or a vow. So it's moving close to God. When you come to prayer, you're moving forward, moving close to God, and you are coming with him maybe with a wish, maybe just having a desire to be near him and fellowship with him. It's being able to converse with him or maybe just making a vow. When a vow, this term means like just giving it all to God, like giving over to God. So this word tells us that prayer should bring us face to face into close contact with God. And prayer is more than a formula to follow. Now, I know when you first start out, you may have heard that you can use the word ACTS, the uh, acronym A-C-T-S. A stands for adoration, C confession, T thanksgiving and S supplication. And that's all right in the beginning to use that as a formula to pray. But somewhere along the line, you need to get off a formula and (laughs) you need to get off a formula and just let it flow from the heart. Okay, it's so important to do that, because really, when you think about prayer, a prayer could just be adoration. A prayer can just be thanksgiving. It could just be supplication. So it doesn't have to be like, okay, now, did I cover A? Did I cover C? Did I cover, you know what I mean? It's not like that. 
When you think about what God is telling us what, what it should be, it should be an intimate coming face to face with the Lord, just desiring to be there with him, to fellowship with him, and to be able to converse with him. So let's look at this. Another thing about prayer, it is a means to bring us to a place whereby we enjoy a close, intimate relationship with God. We come face to face and we surrender every area of our lives to him. In exchange, we're touched and changed by his power and presence. Whenever you really come into prayer and you enter into prayer with God, it is a two-way conversation. And what it is, is that you're going before him and you're yielding all of yourself to him and he is pouring into you. And what is happening is that when we, whether we realize it or not, what we are doing is being conformed into him and being changed by his presence. So it's a beautiful exchange of coming and fellowshipping with him and he with us. And as we get before him, it's like Moses, when Moses went on that mountain and, and met God face to face and he came down, he was just a glowing and to the point that they had to cover his face. When we go into serious prayer with God, we are changed. We're not the same. We can go to God and we're fearful and we go into prayer and God can alleviate those prayers. We can be upset that our child just picked up. I'm getting ready to say something. I got to watch my mouth. <laughs> I, was, I have sons. So I was getting ready to say that our sons picked up a little huzzy or something. <laughs> we can be concerned about that. We can be concerned about that. So forgive me if I offended anybody. But anyway... We can be concerned about our children not making good choices. You know what I mean? We, we can come before the Lord with heavy hearts, with sickness, all kind of stuff. And when we get before him, something changes when we really go in prayer and seek his face and really turn it over to him. A lot of times we can leave with a, a joy that doesn't make sense. We can have our doubts erased. We can go before him and have a hope that we didn't have when we confronted him at first. Prayer changes us. And so it's a beautiful exchange. When we go before a heavenly father, he, as we worship and praise, it's one direction. It's all toward him. But when we go in prayer, he's like, honey, I want to bless you. You're my daughter. And he wants to just pour into us as well. Do you see that? So prayer, when we're praying, we're worshipfully expressing our love and adoration for who he is. But in prayer also, we can thankfully praise him for what he has done. All that could be a part of prayer. Prayer is an expression of our trust and utter dependence on God. We don't just, and I pray you don't, just get up and walk out and go to work or go about your day without talking to God. Before you put your foot on that ground, you should say, thank you, Lord. It's another day. Thank you. I got breath in my body. I might be limping, but I got a little bit of hell. I can, I can make it, Lord. I just thank you. We ought to be praising him for something before we go out the door and talking to him, right? And so prayer is showing that we're dependent upon him. He's our life source. He is our all in all. And then we are to pray without ceasing. This is what God is telling us in his word. So we can pray again about everything. You know what? Thank you, Lord. Look at that. Look at how beautiful that is. Look at how she took time to do it. Thank you, Lord. Look, I can sweeten my tea, Lord, with that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that someone thought enough of me to put all that work. Do you know we can thank him for everything and anything, right? Our prayers can be supplications. Supplications are requests, 
They can be intercession where you're praying for someone else. They can just be repentance. They can just be you just want to talk and get close to God and fellowship with him. It could be that you need guidance. You're seeking guidance. It could be wisdom. You know, James says, if you lack wisdom, ask, right? So you're going to the Lord and you're asking for wisdom. Lord, I don't know. Show me what to do. You know, I, I have Denzel Washington over here and I have, um, you know, <laughs> which one? You know, so we ask for deliverance. We ask for provision, thanksgiving. Prayer can be all of this and it could be one thing. It's, it, it's not a, a formula again or some kind of like, okay, I checked off that list. Prayer is just coming before God and just pouring yourself and all who you really are, casting all of your cares upon him because he cares for you and allowing him to bring a change in your life. Prayer can be sitting, standing, kneeling, hands open, closed, eyes open, closed, in a church, at home, outside, morning, night, noon. These are just side issues. The main thing about prayer is God's desire is for prayer to be real and a personal conversation between him and you. Because that's what prayer is. It's a conversation. You don't have to go before God, oh, thou most holy and high, you know, most precious. You don't have to go trying to be some kind of, um, I don't know, religious person or something like that. You just go before, Lord, I am hurting. Lord God Almighty, I don't understand. Lord, I come. You talk to him as a friend. You talk to him as a father that loves you. You talk to him as someone that knows everything about you that no one else knows. And thank God no one else knows, right? So you come and you talk to him that way. And you be intimate with him. That's what prayer is all about. And when you do that, there's a beautiful exchange of him conforming you into the image of his dear son. Another thing about prayer is you have to watch the attitude. What is the necessary attitude for prayer? It has to be an attitude of surrender, devotion, and thanksgiving. That's very important. An another attitude is realizing that because of Jesus Christ being our Savior, our mediator, high priest, and intercessor, we have access to the Father through him. And it's because of Christ's authority and his name that we're even able to come to God and be able to pray. And it's because of Jesus and his completed work on the cross that we can have our prayers answered and come in fellowship with God. We come boldly because of what Christ has done and because Christ has made the way. We don't come boldly because we think we have some right to address, you know, our sovereign God. Another thing as far as attitude is that it has to be an attitude of yielding our will and desires to that of God, no matter how things appear. And to not go before God in prayer thinking that we're going to instruct him. You know, like we can tell him what to do or we're informing him as if he does not know. He knows our thoughts before we think them. Or give him orders according to our wisdom. Father, I think you need to do this to her. Or Father, I think, Lord, if you would just do this. We have to be careful when we approach him in prayer. We have to go knowing that he's all wise, has all wisdom. Say, Lord, this is a situation that's heavy on my heart. Or, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm so-and-so is going through cancer right now. Lord, I don't know how you're going to answer it, but I'm asking you, Lord, I'm interceding on her behalf. Do you understand what I'm saying? Knowing that he has the perfect answer. Not like, Lord, do it this way, and if he doesn't do it your way and in your time, and you're like, I'm done with you. We've got to watch that attitude. Another thing as far as we have to have an attitude when we go in prayer of faith, expectancy, hope, and trust. 
And we thank him ahead of time, knowing that he's going to move on our concerns. When you go in prayer, you go in prayer believing and having faith and trusting. You don't go and pray about something and then like, well, I'm not sure, maybe he will, or maybe he heard, or maybe he didn't hear. Or, that, that's not prayer. True prayer is going, knowing that your father hears you, knowing that he's going to answer in the way that is best for you, whether it's a different time and a different way. And believe me, God never really lines up with all what we think. I'll tell you that right off. <laughs> Many times I thought that God was going to move a certain way, and he went another way. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that is better. You know? <laughs> so he knows what he's doing. But the thing is, when we pray, we have to pray expecting a good end, even though it may not be what we thought. So how do you pour out prayer, ladies? With face-to-face -face surrendering and exchange in every area of our lives to his will, his presence, and power. We pour out prayer with worship. Remember, adoring for who he is and with praise, thanking him for what he's done. We pour out prayer with an attitude of knowing that it's only because of Jesus that we're even able to approach the throne of God and receive help and guidance and fellowship in our time of need. We pour out prayer with the knowledge that our prayers demonstrate our dependency upon God and knowing and depending on him to move on our behalf. Another thing about pouring out prayer is with a heart full of expectancy. When you pray, you pray in faith. Why even go and talk or ask or request and you don't really think that he's really going to hear or do anything? Or even why would you approach God and go in prayer and try to have fellowship if you think he's too busy? Or he's got you on hold like a phone. That's no way. You never. He always hears. So we have to believe that and trust that. And then another thing about prayer is we thank him ahead of time because we already know that he has heard us and that he will answer. Well, ladies, we have to stop so we don't run too far over our time. But I hope that you have enjoyed what has been shared from the topic that I had on worship, praise, and prayer. And I hope that you'll come back next week for our next topic. And in the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.